You know what time it is. Another Wednesday calls for an episode of The Bunt, and we brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Bow, 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 bow. And the bottom line is, you lucky to find them. This week, we taking it back in time a little bit to season three, episode 11, one of our fondest memories when we had Gilly in the house. So we talking the Gilbert Crockett 2, a household classic. The Gilbert Crockett Pro 2. Ever since Gilbert came on the show, he's become an overnight rock star. I don't know if it has to do with the shoe or coming on the bunt, but either way, your boy's out there making it pop worldwide. The Pro 2 has suede canvas uppers and molded heel pocket inserts. You know they got that Ultra Kush HD footbed that keeps the foot close to the board while providing the highest level of impact cushioning. I'm not sure how you forgot this, but the Gilbert Crockett 2 Pro also features that Duracap upper reinforcement, your favorite feature in the Vans Pro Series. Can't go anywhere without that Duracap in my shoes. The Crockett Pro 2, a household classic. Make sure you get yours at finer retailers worldwide. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. Chill, chill. If you know, you know. It's episode seven, season four. It's a very special one. A close friend of both of ours in the building. Been waiting on this one for a while. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. And as always, we got Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, my dog. Tell the people what we got popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my main man finally got the infamous Canadian skate midget in the building. We super close, so it was kind of scary not knowing, you know, if we'd expose each other, go beneath the belt. You know, one couple things slipped out. Could have been way worse. But I think I think the people enjoy hearing from uh, the crazy little guy out west. Of course they will. After that, you know what time it is. We got the post office. You know what I'm saying? I think someone came at me this week. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to set him straight right quick. And then we go on to the rundown, baby. You know what time it is. It's finals time, baby. That's what time it is. Predictions. Woo. You ready? I'm ready. Dust you last year, man. You ready for this year? You coming back? I'm coming back, bro. <laughs> Draymond Green, you son of a bitch. No suspensions. As long as Zaza keeps it clean, man, the Cavs gonna be aight. <laughs> as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Bun Live. Hit us up on Facebook at The Bunt. And uh, keep sending them emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Love hearing from y'all. Definitely get over to adriftshop.com or in store at a drift. You know what I'm saying? Spadina and Richmond, y'all know what it is. I think we got a few shirts and shit left, so get there while you can. And yo, I just want to give a quick and random shout out to Jack Olson. Had some footy popping this week. Always gets me hyped. The man's hella underrated, low key switch god. So uh, shouts to you, Jack Olson. Keep doing your thing. Looking forward to that next party. Smell me. But he ain't gonna shout out the switch tray or what? Uh, yeah, fucking uh, Justin Brock, real one. Switch tray sergeant. You know what I'm saying? Miss the water and everything. Front foot catch like a boss. <laughs> watch that switch trail day. Shouts yeah. to you too, w- Justin. W- watch the Nolly 502. It's my favorite trick in the whole vid. My boy Chima held it down. You know what time it is. Pyramid Country. Watch the whole thing just to see Jack Olsen. But the, the video was dope as fuck too. I'm glad I watched it. 
My dog, this is a little spur of the moment thing, but I think uh, we owe the people a little bit of a contest, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking half cab heels, blood. What are you thinking? <laughs> half cab heels? You want to do this one for Adam C? I want an Adam C entrance. I want to see what y'all got, what kind of half cab heels y'all working with. Let's do it, man. It's a half cab heel contest. You get a nice box from Vans, a couple shoes, you know, so don't worry about fucking up your kicks doing them half cab heels. But let's, let's make some rules, dog. First of all, it's got to be fakie. None of that nolly business. No doubt. And what do you say? They can do it into Manny's, out of Manny's, into ledge tricks. Out Just, of Manny's? <laughs> well, you can do a fucking switch nose Manny half cab heel. Yeah. Who's got that, man? I'm trying to see it. Real talk. All right, best one trick half cab heel. Winner's getting a fat box courtesy of Studio E. Could be a, a mo- like a collection. Anything half cab heel related. Half cab heel crook, half cab heel fucking half cab heel board, fucking hand. One of your favorites, yep. Oh. <laughs> That's a fucking P-Unit classic, Chilligan's Island. There you have it, folks. We got another contest popping. And uh, hopefully, uh, what's his name? Adam Matthews is probably going to win this one, too. So, All right, so quick times. Here's the rules for all y'all thinking about entering. Real easy, real simple. Tag at the Bunt Live, at Vanskate, at Vans Canada, and hashtag Adam C Challenge. We'll have, uh, we'll have it posted up little uh our own little half cab heel montage for y'all get the hashtag popping you know what i'm saying get that fatty vans box you smell me all right moving on my man it's almost time to get into the interview first off a few words about our boy mitch what uh why do you want to have him on the show brotherhood man that's <laughs> one word yo love that little guy you know it's long overdue uh i hope the people tune in because he's a fucking funny dude Definitely got to YouTube his video parts. One of the hardest working dudes I've ever met in skating. Fucking, he'll motivate you, film you, skate with you, fix the spot for you. Anything to get a clip. He's about that life. He likes to turn up and have fun. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my bro. Miss him on the West Coast. Super hyped we finally got him on. The man's riding for one of our sponsors, Time Bomb Trading, DC Canada, Skate Mafia, LRG Clothing. The guy's a living legend, and it took too long to get him in the studio E. So let's just get it popping, man. Let's go. All right, a long overdue interview. We got Mitch Barrett in the building. What's cracking, my G? What's up, man? How you doing? We're good, dog. Are you feeling self-conscious yet? Yeah, a bit. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be alright. So you know the drill, man. Favorite skate moment and favorite sports moment? Probably when I first got to Barcelona. Let's get on to Macba. Yeah. Turning the corner and entering Macba for the first time is pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's probably my favorite skate moment. I felt that. I feel yeah, that. yeah. And sports, you're a big sports guy or what? Michael Jordan, like half court, like dunk. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Man. Space Jam? Space Jam? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I fucks with that. I'm going to watch Space Jam like tomorrow, maybe. It's my favorite movie, man. Oh. All right, yo, so let's just get this one out of the way for the people. Tell everyone the story behind your voice. My voice. I was uh, in a fire when I was nine years old. 
and like inhaled some flames and burned my vocal cords, my vocal cords, and changed my voice completely. I was supposed to not have any voice, but ended up getting a bit back. Word, yeah. So you had a, a long hospital stay after that. Tell us about that. Uh, well, I was in a coma for about seven, eight months. And then when I woke up, I didn't have a clue what happened. And just lots of surgeries every few days. And like, they, were, they basically told my mother that like, I was going to die. Like they were going to put me asleep. But um, eventually started doing a bit better and made it through after another year, after my coma. And then things started going a bit better after that. Jeez. I had to get like walking lessons again and all that. Couldn't walk. Oh my God, yeah, you had to relearn how to walk and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were the surgeries? Surgeries were laser reopening because what would happen was my uh, vocal cords would like swell up and that would like cut my air circulation. So they would have to, they'd have to go in my nose and like cameras through my nose and then like lasers through my mouth and like laser reopen my vocal cords but what would happen was uh, it would like inflate like a get swollen every time the surgery would happen so they would have to do it every few days until Holy one fuck. worked yeah so like it was about seven surgeries i believe yeah and then one worked and then one just stayed chill and then that's just how my voice is because of that last surgery jesus yeah fuck, man. <laughs> yeah like, i could have just like i could have just died in my sleep like fucking swells up on me and like i'd just be like ah, you know yeah <laughs> that's fucking gnarly that's a crazy story man shout out to those doctors <laughs> yeah. yeah so they told your mom that like you didn't have long to live didn't you keep proving them wrong yeah like my mom kept fighting she would not accept the plug pulling mm -hmm. there's a machine breeding for me so they wanted to pull the plug they said that they thought that would be the best option, but my mom kept fighting for me. And after a couple more surgeries, uh, ended up working. So still here, man. Wow. <laughs> Didn't they cap? I, th I think I remember you saying like they gave you like a, a shorter life expectancy and you kept passing it. Yeah. Basically, they said like my lungs are like a 70 year old smoker at like the age of like 10 you know 11 but like yeah i don't know how long lungs can last but <laughs> hey you're still we'll kicking daggy yeah yeah we'll see oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you have it anyone who doesn't know mitch and was wondering the story behind his voice all right so tell us about growing up in ottawa and uh how you got into skating oh uh, ottawa um yeah i was french i went to a french school and uh you were French? What? Are you not French anymore? I'm still French. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I went to a French school and uh, met uh, some skater friends at school that got me into skating. And they put me in the gang, in the mis Mystic Squad. Oof. Like when I was, when we were like 12 or 13. That's what's really good. I thought you got your, did you get your first board when you were in, didn't you get your first board when you were in the hospital? Yeah, like as a gift. From like uh, friends and family, I like I came back home to like a bunch of toys and stuff, and there was like a skateboard in in there mixed with like all there's like basketballs, Game Boys, and like <laughs> yeah, the skateboard was my favorite one. No doubt. Star Wars, Star Wars Episode One skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. Should I Jar Jar Binks pro graphic or what? No, it's uh, what's his name? Anakin Skywalker? Oh, Skywalker. Oh. Young Jedi thing, eh? Yeah. Mitch don't need that Jedi. The best one. So when we were younger, we spent uh, some of our summers in Ottawa skating with Spencer and Wade and all the homies. But it seemed like back then you were a bit of an outcast. Why did everyone hate you? Were you the OG kook of pain? I guess you could say something like that. Uh, some along those lines. But uh, no, I was just like French. I was raised differently. And like, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were like really, uh, I was really hyper as a kid. And like people thought I was just a kook because I would just jump off everything and just piss people off, you know? And like, I don't know. My mom exclusively just shopped at Valley Village for my clothes. Yeah. So like one day she bought me like, uh, like vans that were like, two inches higher <laughs> like but i loved it because it was my first pair of skate shoes you know like they made me taller too and uh she came home one day with bright orange volcom shorts <laughs> it was it was like my first skate item like clothing and i was like i wore it every single day and it pissed off spenny geo <laughs> like all those fools like and they would just make fun of me every day and like i would just not give a fuck well yeah to be fair that does sound pretty kooky. I can see you being an outcast, but you know I always loved you since day one. And I remember coming to a, because you had a part on Skaters Inc. before I met you, like probably in like 2004. Oh, and I used yeah. to watch that every day at school <laughs> on the school computers. And then uh, when we find when I came to Ottawa for the first time to skate, it was so funny meeting you. <laughs> you were so hyper and like getting all hyped, yeah. and like everyone was like, "Yeah, that dude's whack." Like, and, like <laughs> you're in your your corner of the skate park, and then like. Everyone else was on the other side. Dude, we never talked to each other. We never, like, looked in each other's, like, eyes or nothing. <laughs> I had some uh, orange shorts in that part, actually. Really? You need, you need to find it that was edit so kooky. with the fucking... I still listen to that Wu-Tang song. That's all that, uh... What's his name? Homer? Yeah, Homer. Skaters Inc.? Yeah. Like, I actually found his email on the Skaters Inc. website, and I asked for his, like, mailing address and mailed him a VHS of my part. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I was so desperate to get on the website. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that and then it actually worked. I was like, yes. Skaters Inc. was like Thrasher back then for like Canada. To me, it was everything. Was huge, you know? yeah. Like all you guys were on it. And then like Morgan had like some crazy shit. Aiden Johnson. Man, Aiden had the best part yeah. on there. Yeah, he had a couple. What was that? What was that snowboard company, like skate company that you wrote for? Uh, Aiden? Yeah. Oh, the boards? The board oh, company. Avera? Yeah. Avera. Avera. No, no, no. Avera. No, no, it was it was Zion. Oh, Zion. Yeah, yeah. Zion, right. yes. <laughs> I used to go on Zion. Zion. Skateboards.com. Watch all his clips all the time. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, you click on his profile, there'd be like the kick from Blunt Big Spin down uh Shred Rail. The indoor yeah, part. Shred. The square. Shred Central, yeah. yeah. That was my it's favorite sick. rail, favorite skate park ever. I know. You killed that shit. <laughs> Kick from Blood Big Spin, like what, over 10 years ago? Yeah. Crazy. That was, that's some Mitch B shit. You you do, uh, didn't you do Kickback Tail Big Spin down the little Legacy Rail? Yeah, but it ain't from Blood. <laughs> I actually broke my ankle on that uh, sh uh, Shred Central Rail uh -huh. the first time I went there. Let's not talk about <laughs> yeah, broken Jesus. ankles. This guy's hurt no, right now. No. That's the last thing we need. Cut, cut that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> so now it seems like, well, I mean, you're moved to the West Coast, but. You were the ambassador of Ottawa for a little bit. How did you eventually get in with the cool kids and become the coolest of them all? Actually, I went on a Osiris trip to Vancouver 
uh, when I was maybe like, what, 17, 18? My first like skate trip kinda. And uh, I bumped into Spenny on uh, Granville in uh, Vancouver. And like, we were not friends in Ottawa. Then we bumped into each other in Van, randomly. And he was like, yo, what's up? Like, we're older, more mature. Like, we started hanging out and like, eventually it just grew from there. And like, we got past all of our bullshit when we were kids. <laughs> Happy like, ending. Yeah, like I remember, um, fuck, I forget what you did. I think you drew a picture of me at a skate park we always went to. And it was just me with like some wings and shit because my arms were like all crazy. We were, like, when I would skate, it was just like a little cartoon character supposed to be me, but making fun of me. <laughs> so I drew, I, so the next day I drew one of him. I drew like a guy with like a super long shirt with a cigarette. He was like super young smoking, so like, I put a cigarette in his hand and like made him all G and like, oh man. I had like a photo on the wall at the skate park and one day he came in and punched it in. <laughs> there's like a, there's like my picture and then I punched through it in the wall. It's fuck. <laughs> it was like real beef, but never like actual physical, not real physical hits. Yeah, sure. yeah. Wow. It took a trip to Vancouver for you to actually stop being a kook in Ottawa? Oh, no, no. I stopped. Well, actually, no. I'm a fucking kook. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I cook out every day. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Stir. Yeah, people. I maybe just people accepting me for the way I am. Yeah, Captain Kook. So, yeah, speaking of kookiness, over the years, you've had uh, a lot of different sponsors. At what point in time did uh, your sponsor list hit maximum kook levels? Oh my god. Fuck. I actually could win an award for like. The max kookiest sponsors all I want. <laughs> okay, so let's start with Plan B. Okay. okay uh, uh, what else? Wreck the Wheels, Osiris Shoes, RDS, Mob Grip. It wasn't cool yet at that time. <laughs> I only skate Mob now, but... Oh, Red Bull? EQ Skate Shop. It's like a French Quebec skate shop. Because I couldn't get on top yet. Because like, of my beef with Spenny and them. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Oh, Skull Candy, yeah, Skull Candy headphones. Yeah. That's quite the lineup. That is a hell of a yeah, lineup. Like, oh, all I want, eh? That's fucking. Yeah, cool. you oh, started naming them. I'm like, damn, I rode for those two. I was on Plan no, no, B, no. Richter, and Mob, of those two. all at the same time, too. Yo, yo, we're forgetting, we're forgetting one. Destructo Trucks. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes. They hooked me up with an ad, though. That was sick. I'm surprised you made it this far in life after those fucking. I'm surprised, like, <laughs> people respect your name. What a fucking bunch of sponsors all at once. So the two of us are guilty as charged when it comes to rocking tall tees and clothes that were way too big. But uh, you definitely had some of the most memorable gangster kits of all time. Which was uh, which was your favorite? It's only my favorite because uh, Safe Up brings it up all the time. But I do a back salad down... Uh, what is it, uh, La Bourse Rail in Montreal? So not only is it your worst gangster kid of all time, the clip is a goddamn back salad. Continue. <laughs> yeah, man. I land and then my, my tall tee just like flaps in the wind like <laughs> Superman. It's a big brown one, right? Because <laughs> like, yeah, the rail's steep, so like the impact was hard. And then like the tall tee just went like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, caught a nice gust of wind and like it, yeah man. i always call you batman yo yeah it added some uh, flavor to the clip for sure
So you finally ditched the East Coast. You talked about leaving Ottawa for a long time. You finally did it. I was hoping you were going to move to Toronto, but you fucking went straight past all the way to Vancouver. Why'd you make the move? There's a good reason for that. Because uh, moving to Montreal or Toronto, I love those places, but um, it was like too close to Ottawa. It was like, I feel like if I fucked up, I would just go back to Ottawa and like, you know, I wasn't doing good at all in Ottawa. So I was like, go somewhere where I cannot come back, you know? And like, yeah. I just went to Vancouver. I only planned to come to Vancouver short term because, I don't know, I just wanted like a big change in my life and like, I was gonna come right back and move to Montreal, but I don't know, I got a job here that I really like and got kind of comfortable. Feel like I've a, feel like a nature boy too, a bit. You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you out there hiking and stuff or what? Enjoying the mountains? Actually, yeah, man. Hitting the grouse grind. <laughs> yeah, what, once every three months. Yeah, when you moved Yo. out there, you're like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, just get in touch with my nature side. <laughs> like, what nature side? You're full of shit. <laughs> shit. You can look out the windows at the mountains. My favorite is, you I know. know, sometimes Mitch, I'm sure you've noticed, like, Spencer in his Insta stories always, like, posts, like, the picture of the Bikram Yoga Place studio he goes to. <laughs> And Mitch just like I know just copies him and like posts a picture of Bikram Yoga but doesn't go in. Just like running so hard like he's a but fucking yo, Vancouver hit. It's it's more of a troll for him, you know. <laughs> he he posts a photo of that place every day, you know. I mean I did it I did it for a week. That place is pretty dope, but man, it's funny that he posts a photo every day. It makes me want to post a photo every day too, you know? <laughs> You did yoga a couple times? Yeah, man. Yo, I couldn't skate for like two weeks after, man. It fucked you up, eh? Yo, my legs are fucked. I couldn't even like, I could barely walk. <laughs> what is uh, the biggest difference between the two cities, Ottawa and Vancouver? Ottawa, you, well, for me, I just go to, I just go to a skate park every day and skate a skate park in Ottawa. But like here, I actually do more than just Go to a skate park and like do do other activities and I don't know just more active here you know like just Ottawa just skate park beers bar you know like that's all I did in Ottawa casino you know and casino <laughs> but here's like skate parks beer casinos and more you know like, <laughs> and some yoga. <laughs> And Bikram yoga for one week. You know, I like my Willy Wonka machine, you know? So, you and the ghost have been pretty close for a long time. Uh, yeah. Give us your favorite story about him. Favorite story about the ghost. Let's hear mm. it. Uh, I don't know if it's appropriate, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, let's hear it. I might edit it out. We'll see. So, I introduced him to my friend, uh, Bridget. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay, so he brings her over to my place and like she's she's trying to fuck with him. Well I'm she's trying to fuck with him. And uh and like from what he said, he said he only gave it two pumps and then he couldn't hold it in he, he had to <laughs> So we we call him two pump chump ever since then. But uh, fuck. 
That, that story is in my brain forever, man. That, <laughs> that's so funny, man. And then, like, you try to stick it back in with a noodle. <laughs> just, just so it wouldn't be embarrassing with her. Uh, oh, my God. We hear that? <laughs> that going on there? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the noodle. Yo, the craziest thing was, yo... Yo, I swear your crazy homie was in the room too. Dude, I I laughed for like a month straight after I heard that. Night. Yo, the crazy part was, I think you like one or two of your homies were in the room because it was just in the living room on the pullout couch. Yeah, didn't like Peter North hook up with his sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my sister. I hooked up with her. Yeah, what the fuck, Peter North was, was there? Oh yeah, I filmed that. His buddy Peter North. Yeah. Kind of like a loose ball, crazy dude. Uh, brought this girl to the house party the night before, or like that night, and uh, he introduced her to everyone as like his sister. Like this is she's like family to me. This is my sister. <laughs> the next thing you know, I wake up in the middle of the night and he's like finger blasting her. <laughs> oh. oh, oh my god! That house had no rules. Oh my yet. god, man! That house was just. Fuck, that was a blur. <laughs> oh, yeah, that whole house. That was a good laugh, man. Thank you for that, man. <laughs> no problem, man. Eh? Jeez. I've never met someone more in tune with their car than you. You've driven fucking around the world and back. Tell us a little bit about uh, being the road trip king and all those multiple drives to Cali and Miami in the same winters. Well, those were just like, like, I just wanted to go and like, I couldn't afford it. flights. And like, I didn't know like how, how I would get around if I flew there. So I was like, it's way cheaper to drive. And if you bring more people, you could split the gas. And uh, then when you get there, you have a car to drive around in. So, <laughs> so it, it just always made more sense just to drive, you know? Like you get like a beater car that you don't care about and like put some gas in it and go, you know? Like nothing's stopping you. What was the most drives you did? I, I forget the number you told me that one winter. I drove to Miami like four times in one winter. Oh my back god! <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. I I chill with you one of those times I went. That is a painful drive. Yeah, it's easy. Too long. One, how how like, long do you do that in? I I drove it once in like two and a half days. What? One one way. Well, we we take we yeah. took the scenic route. We stopped. We went to Love Park and shit. Oh well, yeah, that's not really in the way. But if you put it in maps, it's just like exactly 24 hours yeah it took us a whole day the one time i drove that was the first time i went and then i never drove back again i was like <laughs> fuck that i'd never drive there again it's the shortest flight jeez yeah but my biggest thing is having a car there like that's mine you know and then being able to go where i want when i want mm -hmm. and like going to fix up spots and like i don't know you just do what you want you know like, yeah we ended up having to rent a car which uh was kind of trife but that's that's dope if you could afford it but like yeah and 50 bucks each go in my car gets us to miami you know it is sick yeah so it's so cheap you know like yeah you, you still running mad road trips on the west coast or are you just like a laid-back vancouver hippie at third beach uh my car's not doing that good i bought it for 200 bucks <laughs> <laughs> oh shocker i bought it for 200 bucks two, two years ago and it's still lasting uh, i drove it to florida twice <laughs> to miami and then i drove it out to vancouver and she's still running Wow, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I give her a bit of a 
I tune up the other day myself. <laughs> duct, duct tape the muffler. She's still running. Uh, one of my uh, favorite stories I've ever heard is from uh, one time you were down in Miami. And everyone was supposed to pitch on some Bondo or something, I think it was. And uh, oh my God. your good friend, Matt Canadian, may have had a little bit of a problem with throwing down on it. You want to give us the details on that one? <laughs> oh, my God. Say, so do you still have that recording? <laughs> Shit's going to pop off back in the crib. <laughs> yeah, that was gold. So we were going to get communal Bondo for, like, not just one spot, like, like all the spots of the trip. Mm-hmm. The Keta Bondo was... With tax like twenty two dollars, and which is pretty cheap because in the states it's cheaper. And uh, so I divided the amount of people we were on with twenty two dollars. They ended up being like three four bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> so I start collecting the three dollars from everyone, and like I get to Canadians like, yo, dude, fuck that, dude. I'm not pitching on Bondo, man. Like I'm not gonna. I don't need Bondo in my spots, you know. Like, Shit, man. You're gonna skate a spot that needs Bondo, you know? So, oh, it's losing it. Even if you don't skate a spot that needs Bondo, just pitch three bucks, who cares? Yeah. And then, and then like, our boy Charlie, he's like, yo, don't worry about it, Canadian, I'll pay for you. And Canadian's like, no, dude, don't don't pitch for me. I'm not pitching. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's like a huge scene, you know? Like, you wouldn't let anyone pitch for him? And then, like, he was losing it. He's gonna fucking flip his shit. When he gets back to the crib, yeah, Dougie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay. he's like, yo, I'm about to call my brother and get a flight out of here, <laughs> like fly home because he had to pitch on. Bondo. And it was like this huge shit. And then we settled our beef, whatever. Like a, the trip went on. The only two times we used the Bondo was for the two uh, times Ken got clips. <laughs> of course. But what was the like, yeah. infamous line? Who was well, he saying that to? He was just talking to himself in the Devin. back. No, he was talking to Devin. No, Devin and shit were kind of like trying to ignore him because he was just popping off by no, himself. He's talking to, no, but he's talking to Charlie back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm pitching on shit. He's like, shit's about to pop off back at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, rest in peace, Charlie. Miss you, buddy. Serious. R.I.P., Charlie. You know what? Let's just get the clip popping. You know, Joke's part was I could see Canadian getting so vexed that, and I was in the car with Mitch and he was in the car with Charlie. So I'm like, yo. Devin, take my phone. Just start recording because I have a feeling Canadian's about to pop off. You can even hear me and Devin going back and forth. Like, I'm like from the other car. I'm like, Devin, is it good yet? Right as he starts to go crazy. So yeah, take this in. Pitching on shit. Yo. No, honestly, Charlie, man. Like I'm like trying to. I'm gonna actually like try to get like a plane ticket off my brother and just like leave. I'm over this sesh, man. Well, I'm so over this shit. I knew Mitch was gonna fucking do that when we get here. Everything's gonna be cool and fancy and handsy until the first week, and then he's gonna start pulling all this shit. Oh, yo, you gotta pitch on this. You gotta pitch on this now. Dude, it's fair, man. Fuck that, man. I ain't trying to skate the spot. What if I don't want to skate the spot? It's not that spot. It's every spot. Dude, no, 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 no. I just won't skate any spot. I must skate in that spot. Fuck it. I'm not you never down, know man. when you need Bondo, man. Fuck him. Fuck him and his stupid fucking shit. I'm over him, man. I think it's fair. He's a fucking cocksucker, man. You shouldn't have to pay for all the Bondo. Yo, man, I didn't know we were going to get Bondo. Whatever, even if you don't have to use a Bondo, pitch three bucks. Because it's like fair is fair, you know? It's three bucks. If you want, I'll pay the three bucks for you. No, no. And you can give it to me. Because I can. Go jump in, let's do this. Yeah, hurry the fuck up, man. <laughs> you heard me, man. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> oh, is he doing to you? Yeah, I don't care, man. What's up, man? I'll beef all y'all tonight, man. Oh, What's up? <laughs> 
I fucking had enough of this stupid shit. Yeah, is it live so far? Yeah, yeah man. Get fucking so fucked, man. She's gonna so pop live. off back at the crib. Watch, man. Pussy ass fucking bitches. <laughs> so live. Fuck that, man. Fucking over it. Canadian, don't let ranks. Yo, man, shit's gonna pop off, man. Yeah, like it sounds. Donald, you figured out your pants situation yet? You know what, my man? I think I did. The reserve standard five pocket pant, it's the standard fit. I think that's the one, baby. Man, let's tell the people why we ride with Brixton. Brixton is inspired by music, culture, and the people who surround it, including us skaters and surfers. Created in 2004, the timeless and clean design of the Brixton collection is hard to duplicate and comes in a variety of modern yet traditional styles. Speaking of the culture, last Saturday, Brixton hosted a surprise Brixton broadcast show at the legendary Troubadour in Los Angeles, California. It featured Murder City Devils, Together Pangea, and Dealer. If you weren't lucky enough to be there yourself, go to brixton.com slash broadcast and check out the recap video and a bunch of dope photos. Brixton, baby, for the culture. So you love yourself some gambling. Tell us uh, your best story about your best come up gambling and your biggest failure. Oh my God. Okay, so my biggest come up was actually right when I got to Vancouver. I won like four grand first month I got to Vancouver. Each each week I would go to a casino and win a thousand for like a whole month. Damn. And then I would go back, like I went back after that and lost uh, like 600 bucks a night. And like that <laughs> shook me up. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go for like a few more months, and then start hitting it a bit slowly again. <laughs> and, but my biggest loss, uh, it was in Ottawa. I came up on like it was like eight hundred dollars doing some bad stuff. I don't know if I should have said that, but anyways, <laughs> I uh, I just like gambled it all night. I came up to like two grand, and then I started putting down like hundred dollar bets at a time on blackjack. Lost it all, like sixteen hundred dollars or twelve hundred dollars, and my whole eight hundred dollars. <laughs> like fuck, that was my biggest loss all at once for sure. I was like completely broke the next day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I learned my lesson that night, like a bit. A bit. A so bit. you're still gambling right now? You still hitting the casino these days? I, I probably go once a month and like hit up my uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory slot machine. <laughs> She's been good to me. <laughs> she gives me she gives me about a couple hundred a month. <laughs> but I probably feed her a couple hundred too. So it's probably even, man. Yeah, it's probably even. So you're definitely a hustler by the sounds of it. Tell us about your days hustling Push.ca. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so the Push.ca website was f crazy. Like it was like a project they were trying out and with Simpatico. So, th so they had a lot of money. And they were open with any ideas you had, like whatever you could uh, submit. And I had just bought a new VX at the time. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put footage together and send it to Push, cause no one else does it, you know? And then I would send like some random shit, like I would go to Miami and just film like a bunch of like first try tricks of people <laughs> make it like a five five minute clip sell it to them for like a thousand bucks 
Jesus. Yeah, like it would be the shittiest edit, you know? <laughs> and, and then I propose an idea, like, hey, like, I can hold nose manis pretty long. Like, uh, what if I made a nose mani part? <laughs> and then <laughs> they, uh, they were fucking down with that idea. So they gave us, like, 1200 bucks for that video. For the nose like, mani part. Yeah, like, wow. yeah, I gave it, I gave half of it to, uh, or some of it to Joel Acton because he helped film it and stuff and edit it. But man, it was crazy. I did, I did a California one. I did like even like little videos. They give me like a little three hundred bucks here, four hundred bucks there. <laughs> it was so sick. You know what pissed me off? Like right, kind of around the end of push, you told me about the hustle, and I was like, no way. So me, I told Devin, and me and Devin are like, yo, yo, let's make a day in the life, <laughs> right quick. <laughs> oh yeah, day in the life. And sell it. Yeah. And sell it to push. So we made a day in the life, and it it only went to like two o'clock because I was so hungover. <laughs> I tried to sell it to push, and they rejected my ass, yo. I was so. Oh cheesed. my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I guess they uh, ran out of money, fucking paying for all your edits. Yeah, probably. Like I actually did a day in the life too. Like I crashed my car and shit in in the video. <laughs> On purpose? Yeah, uh, no. Like, I actually crashed my car that day Fuck. by accident. But um. Yeah, you had to do funny things, man. Brush your teeth with beer and shit. They want to see My funny day in the life too. was... Yeah, it was whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is uh, Safe of Benson. I got some Nike shoes. <laughs> no, it's... Dude, you've seen it. It's on YouTube still. It's called Day in the Bunt. Oh, that one? So long ago. But, uh... Yeah, I remember that I actually one. have an epic day in the life on some tapes still with Devin from, like, 2012. That If that ever sees the light of day, it's a wrap. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of hustling, uh, let's get a little story time popping. Tell us a hustle-related story, because I know you've got stories for days. Oh, uh, hustle story, huh? <laughs> Once I was with Will at uh, Will MTM Paid. Will Marshall, my dog, my boy. And uh, this kid was, like, ran- handing out, like, random little shitty flyers. <laughs> and, like, no one cared. They were just throwing them down on the ground. I am getting paid, because, like, whatever. And I actually looked at the flyer. It was a contest for cash purse of $5,000. And I didn't recognize the town. It was in Ontario somewhere. Bancroft or something. And yeah, I guess the kid had like a skate park in like a barn. And he's like so hyped to get a contest going. So he like did a fundraiser and got money from all the local businesses in the town. <laughs> and like I somehow got five grand for a contest. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Oh shit! I need to tell no one about this. You know, we need <laughs> shit. I'm gonna tell Will because he's my fucking dog, and I brought Canadian because he could use some extra money too. You know, <laughs> and sure enough, we go. It's only three or four hours away from Ottawa. There's only like 15 people in the contest for five thousand dollars. Top ten get money. Damn. And I don't. Know, Will ended up getting first, and I got second. And the winners got a free hotel room at uh, the local hotel. <laughs> That was one of the sponsors. What? And then there was like a bit of a crowd, and like the only two like decent-looking girls in the crowd came up and talked to us, like, "Hey, congratulations! What are you guys doing tonight?" They're like, "Hey, we got a hotel room, man. Come through." <laughs> and then they end up coming through, and then we ended up just like hitting it all night, and <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so sick because Canadian was like drinking in the hallway and like. Every like half an hour, we go drink with Canadian and be like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then and then we go back and like hit it again and like it's like the best like 
weekend ever, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I came up on like mad cash, just like driving three hours away from Ottawa, you know? It's so sick. That's amazing. That's classic Mitch. You got a nose for the hustle. Skating in a barn. We actually slept in the barn the first night. They let us stay there. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was fun. So you once claimed to me that you slept with over 300 girls and this was back in 2011. What's your fictional count at these days, Daiki? Okay, okay, um, hmm. Oh, wow, okay, um, that was personal, Seifa. And, uh, yeah, maybe I have, man. Hey, if you're talking about fucking two pumps, then you know I'm airing your ass out too. Dude, I don't know. Fucking, that's a that's that's probably a gnarly topic. I don't know if I'm dumb. <laughs> Answer the damn question. Uh, okay. Well, according to my calculations, I feel like <laughs> that would be uh, about accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, you know. Maybe I'm not a pimp anymore, but shit. Dondela pimping back in the day for sure, man. <laughs> oh, you ain't getting no love in Vancouver? Nah, I'm on pause. Lay, laying low these days, you know? Damn, B. Damn, B. No <laughs> girls at the casino, B. <laughs> so you're still in the 300s? You haven't moved up to 400? If anything, I would readjust my number. Maybe bring it down. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost up there. Okay, realistic. What, what, what do you actually think you're at? <sighs> Realistically, I don't know. I might have just said it just to impress my friends, but <laughs> I'm still gonna I'm, I'm still gonna stick with it. Fuck it. The funniest thing was it was me, you, Josh, and like JS and Bishans, and we all went around in the car like with the honest truth. It's like one. I'm not gonna say names. It'd be like twelve, like seven, twenty-four, <laughs> and then or like Mitch, and then it's like quiet for like thirty seconds, and he's like. <laughs> Um, 342. <laughs> like, so seriously. Well, yo, I was being honest, because I was thinking all these numbers were, like, going on in my head, and I was like, okay, quick estimate. 342, <laughs> boom. You know, shit. Okay, hey, quick estimate. It sounds pretty accurate when I look back, but oh, may- maybe a bit less. Maybe a bit less. Maybe, maybe you, like had sex like 340 times in your own in your brain in your coma and you came out thinking <laughs> that you really popped off <laughs> dude it might have been all a dream for sure i, I sure. might have just like hooked up with like three chicks you never know yeah wet dreams don't count deggy oh ducky <laughs> okay so one of our favorite people one of the funniest people of all time matt canadian just landed in vancouver first time flying in his life what's popping what's it like having canadian in, in van how insane is that eh? his first flight at 28 years old and he's been a bunch of fucking places like he's been in california arizona like texas <laughs> like florida new york he's been to like and now vancouver like he's finally gotten his first flight you know I know. So sick. I was shocked the first time I heard that because, like, you see footage of him in California and obviously assume he flew there. 
Like, he has so much footage in, like, big cities, like, that are far. And he's never been on a plane, you know? <laughs> but, like, the funniest part was, like, when, I, when we were driving to California. And, like, he wakes up from the back seat. He's, like, he looks at a sign. He's, like, we're driving through a town called Sydney. And, like, uh, Canadian is so bad with geography. And, like, he's, like, yo, Sydney. Are we in, are we in Australia, man? <laughs> I'm like, and then me and JS look at each other we're like, yeah, we are, man. Australia. He's like, damn, dude. I've never been to Australia, man. <laughs> and then I felt like I felt bad, but like we actually kept the joke going for like wow. the whole other two days on the way to California. And then like. First thing when we got to like California, Carlsbad, he's like, he sees Chad and like Rich Odom and them, and like, yo, we're in Australia, man. It was crazy. To <laughs> 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 Chad, Chad and Rich are like, what? Yeah, it's it's amazing, man. Might be the funniest story on the show to date. Like, I fucking, I'm stoked he finally got on his flight, man. He's like, he's been here for like almost a week and he's still jet lagged. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing, man. He's amazing. He's doing really good, though. Uh, That's awesome, man. Yo, tell him to drink. I texted you this. Tell him to drink some vodka sodas for two weeks. Uh, I know. Man, he's got a man, fucking How old is he? He's 28 now? His metabolism finally slowed down. Motherfuckers. I know, got man. That he's always been skinny. Popping. It's so funny, man. He has like a, a beer belly, man. <laughs> and I, I try to tell him, dude. You know, I'm like, yo, drink those uh, vodka sodas like Safe told you. He's like, yo, dude, me and Lecker dude don't get along, homie. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I'm like, oh, true, true, true. Your stomach and beers are getting along a little too well right now, Canadian. Yeah. Nice <laughs> cold uh, beer never hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's still got, like, skinny legs and everything. Fucking popping them heel flips. It's just a belly, man. <laughs> yeah. And his neck. He's trying to the neck the, is where you he, see it the most, man. Yeah. People's yeah, faces like his little... and the neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I so heard he funny. claimed heel flip crook the plaza hub of first tee. What happened? Oh, um, yeah, we all put money down. I think there was like almost like seventy dollars in total. Yeah. For you, you have a quick first try. <laughs> a few years ago, he probably would have actually done it, but with that that extra beer, beer belly, <laughs> weighed him down. That extra inch, he couldn't get up there. You know? Oh. So, and he missed it. But even after an hour, he couldn't get up there. He, <laughs> he needs to. He, he needs to lose about. 10 more pounds then it'll get up there for sure wow he couldn't do it even with multiple tries no like fuck that was his trick that's his go-to he heel flip crooked what an eight stair rail yeah yeah he heel flip crooked the fuck out of an eight stair rail in ottawa sparks so sick yeah sparks damn canadian if you're listening to this vodka sodas for two weeks trust me please dog is he is he staying out there for good now or is he going home hey apparently he's here man Hell trying yeah. to get him a job at my work yeah like like he's he's doing a lot better here than ottawa ottawa's dead these days you know yeah trying to get him more active poor james abraham man just stuck out there by himself oh, james abraham is fucking killing it right now he needs man. to cut the shit and just move to t-dot man yeah he needs to get it fuck, over with actually actually why doesn't he do that shout out james <clears throat> big james he came yeah. to our uh our one-year anniversary bunt party the other night. Yeah, he's the best. Are you ever going to stop doing nose manny nolly heels or what, man? You've been pimping that one for a while. Oh, uh, the thing was that uh, 
I think about that all the time, but the thing is that I actually want to do it on something really fucking gnarly, and I won't be able to do it on something really fucking gnarly if I stop doing them. <laughs> so, so until that time comes, I think I might just keep practicing until I could actually find the right spot to... Because I don't think I've done a good like a good enough one yet i've done some good ones but not good enough you know like I you need to you. find a spot of fucking pain you know hey reynolds still does frontside flips you can still do nose man and only heels your oh, bread and that, butter that's a great that's a great rule fuck yeah thanks reynolds <laughs> so you did one of the worst tricks i've ever seen and you put it in a part switch heel front 50 50 i didn't put it what in the, a fucking part what the hell were you thinking i didn't put it in a part man if you type in your name on youtube there's a video part with your name on it and a switch heel front was 50. A, that was just a push thing I was trying to make money off of, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. But um, I was trying to switch heel 5 and then I touched it. <laughs> and then I kept it. <laughs> Yo, it's a, it's a trick, dog. Did you think you came up on some innovative shit? Like, there's a reason you don't see that trick. It's ugly as fuck. Let's see your tricks, Dougie. Yeah, I can't even talk. I tr I tried to switch heel back 50 uh, Hamilton hubba that you uh, back nose grind nollie healed. Switch heel back 50, and you're going to talk to him about switch heel front 50? <laughs> back 50 Come on, Hebs. is whack too, but it's a little bit less whack than switch heel front 50. has got to be the ugliest trick ever. Yo, remember <laughs> remember your uh, switch back 50 in Ottawa? <laughs> <laughs> Sickest photo. Yeah. You need to post it. Yeah, actually... <laughs> Yeah, that's the same thing that happened with you. Remember I said I wanted to switch back 5-0 it, but it was way too gnarly, and there's no run-up? Exactly. So I settled with what I got. Yeah, but I didn't keep the Switch 50. I didn't use it in part. You'll never see that footage. Yeah, right. You used it. You send it to your sponsors, you know, hey, I need some shoes. <laughs> no, the photo, actually, yeah, I sent it to Twa. You put it in my, in my interview on uh, Skate New Spot. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew it. You fucking used it. Yeah, the photo, whatever. <laughs> Dude, a photoism is a thousand words, man. Let's see. A clip goes by, you know? Photo's like, it's there, you know? So. Uh, let's not get into That's another Instagram war. So this one is uh, a question from the ghost. When was the last time you earned a new trick, Mitch? Oh, man. Fuck. I've been stuck in a dilemma, man. <laughs> My newest trick? Fuck, man. I'm so, like, busy trying to relearn old tricks. Yeah. I have not, man. Fuck. I need, I need to get on that. Oh! I got um air varial out of a quarter pipe. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's where like your board does a 360 and you grab it and it's kind of like a Christ air. Then you grab it and put it under your, sh your feet. Oh, I did. Did you put that on Insta? I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. There's the Tony Hawk special. You know, he does it so quick and invert. That's pretty tight, I guess. <laughs> no, but I haven't learned a real trick uh, in a while. <laughs> Me neither. What was your last new one? The last new trick I learned. I think it was, uh, I hopped on the Will Marshall trend and I did a uh, fakie front shove, switch back 5 front 180, and fakie pop shove, switch back 5 front 180 Jeez. from the side. Oh, damn, little baby. I've been like having shoulder problems, like where my shoulder comes out so easily. So, like, I'm so scared to like slip out of like tricks I don't know how to do good uh. yet. So, like, I don't even need to fall. I could, I was like mid nose grinding and my shoulder came out. Oh. And like, it just keeps coming out and like it's, it's injuries basically i'm just like yeah I, I get back to skating again slowly and it's scary to go like hard you know again because i feel like my shoulders 
just gonna come out again. Yeah. Surgeries take forever to have to be on a waiting list. And I feel you. Perpetual cycle of relearning everything because you always get hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's just like so. Like all I have to do, all I can do is like try to relearn the tricks I already have. So fucking the mayor of Ottawa no longer. Your Vancouver Nigi. What's next for Mitch Barrett? Like I'm not gonna stay here forever. Like I'm not a Vancouver loke forever. Like I gotta come back east like soon for sure. But right now I'm just um, skating. Maybe uh, go down to San Diego skate with. Uh, the mafia boys hopefully and keep it chill just work and take it day by day you know this was really good yeah you, i thought you were a dgk lifer but uh you switched up eh skate mafia not me <laughs> yeah skate mafia <laughs> <laughs> It's rapid fire with the ghost, baby, <laughs> with my main man, Mitch. And this week, we brought to you by Spin Skate Park in Beausart, Quebec. I actually just went to Spin for the first time a few weeks back, and goddamn, that place is the shit. Spin Skate Park just got their second edition of number skateboards. And damn, that's got me thinking, we need to get Rodrigo TX on the pod one of these days. Anyways, make sure you get to Spin for them numbers skateboards in store or online at spinskatepark.com hey yeah! are you ready little deggy yeah yeah favorite skater mal silva favorite video uh flip sorry favorite video part mal silva 1947 lrg video favorite style mike fife oh most talented skateboarder on planet earth shane o'neill Favorite trick? Back nose ones. Hardest trick for you? Kick flips slash fakey flips. Most illegal <laughs> trick? Switch heel front 50. Uh, Back salad. I was going to say straight 5-0s. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> switch, switch heel back 50, yeah. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Kick flip back tail, uh, this long ledge to drop in Ottawa over dirt. It's called 400 ledge. That was sick in the dime video. Yeah. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I got uh, Tory Pudwell backsmithing up Dow's Lake Rail. Holy Jesus. shit. It's like a seven stair rail that people skate down usually. I got one that's pretty fucked. Nick Dompierre, that uh, he didn't skate the whole entire TC trip. We're going through Ottawa. I showed them the spot, this rail is a long, mellow 15-star rail, Ottawa U-Rail. And he got out of the car, looked at the hubba that's on the side, that's not even skatable. <laughs> didn't, didn't even pop a ollie on flat. Rolled up to it, tried a front tail, and um, like slid the whole thing, walked away. Cops came, kicked us out. We like convinced the cops to give, us, give him one more try, and he did it flawlessly, second try. Jeez, front wow. tail. Massive bubble that's up to like my chin. So fuck. Your chin, eh? So like two feet off the ground, don't they la midget? <laughs> and then and another one on the same spot, Don, uh, Don Von Der Linden, front feeble derail first try on a Volcom trip. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was him back then because I remember you told us about that and he was like an unknown kid. Yeah. And now he's fucking so insane. Yeah. Arto was like uh, telling Don to like go front feeble this. And like we went and he did it just first try, no problem. Wow. It was fucked. Tailside that hub is fucking insane though. It's like fucked. He didn't skate the whole entire trip and like 
steps out of the van, gets on his board, jumps on a tail slide, like, fucking so ruthless. Worst bunt of your career? Um, I'm going to say that Null Heel in Montreal down that 15th there. Oh my god. There's no run-up, and I try to Null Heel it, then the board stays behind, <laughs> and I just, go f- I just go flying like a flying squirrel, and <laughs> almost, almost land in the last there. And then I have another one that was on an RDS trip with, like, Ryan Asenzo and him, and we went to this 12-star rail, and I didn't get the trip, a trick the whole trip. Yeah. And I was like, I felt bad, because, like, they were giving me per diem and shit. Like, <laughs> I was just, like, partying, going to a strip club and shit. And I was like, yeah, I need to try to get a trick on this rail, but it's too scary. So I, I went as fast as I could, and I tried to <laughs> hop into a back over crick. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I just, like, put one foot on the rail and, like, flew to flat. Like, <laughs> I went... I was thinking for sure, man. Oh, so so you just threw a bunt out there so that they at least thought you tried. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, he could have got it. Oh, maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! That's the definition of a bunt, yo. Wow. That's a real fucking bunt. You're a serious bunter, and you've also bunted Nolly Hill Crook on like every small handrail in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but yo. If I got in, I'd probably do it, dog. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if Mianti had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. Best trick that you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? EQ Skate Park. I did a, a from blunt big flip out on like this uh, flat bar. And I actually landed it surprisingly straight. Damn. I, I tried to do it again. I could never even come close. What's the one trick that got away? There's that front of a nose grind in Miami. It's a brickle hubba in Miami. Uh, it's like a nine stair hubba. Like it's pretty big, but. Danny Renault, like back when he nose grinds it. Uh. Yeah, like uh, Rankle on front crooks back in the day. And mm. Front of nose grind, and then I land one foot like three times. Like I tried for, I tried for like four hours straight. I, I, I cried. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. Yeah. I tried to go to the next day, my last day, and I couldn't even walk, so. Who's your guilty pleasure skater? Shane O'Neill. <laughs> Forrest Edwards. Gotta love that guy. Favorite local brand? Dime. Turn up. Clean. Favorite Clean. local skater? Will Marshall, obviously. Favorite teammate ever? Sam Lind. Worst company? KO. Oh. The whole the oh. umbrella, baby. Major shots. A <laughs> <laughs> evil laugh. <laughs> Worst style? Andy Anderson. He's like some local in Vancouver that skates around a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so fucking good at skating, but damn, dude, he's got helmets and pads and all that. And Last person you want on the sesh? Ty James. Oh my god. Holy. Oh my dog. Ma- <laughs> major. <laughs> That's major beef. <laughs> hey shout out ty we love you ty shout out. we got nothing to do with mitch's uh <laughs> hate yeah that was all him no man i'm not hating <laughs> maybe i am <laughs> we're at the right. job brother thank you so much homie can you come visit us this summer it ain't the same with no mitch on the east coast i got it man gonna come visit soon all right my dog thank you so much for doing the interview we're gonna talk soon all right 
Fuck yeah, dog. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, G. Later. Man, it's sad to see Mitch go, but when the interview's over, you know it's time to get into the post office. As usual, brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we talk in the Ultimat Summer 17 Apparel, available at select retailers across Canada. The Summer 17 line offers everything from denim to chinos, t-shirts, jackets, and every accessory you'll need. So don't waste any more time. Get down to your select retailer and pick up that Altamont Summer 17 before it's all gone. You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Andrew Cottle. What's up, boys? Love the show. Have a couple questions. With the Cavs steamrolling the East and outright embarrassing the Celtics in Game 2, Saifa, how good did it feel to see the Cavs get beat on their home floor with LeBron having his worst game in years? Oh, it felt mighty nice, yo, mighty nice. But I also did know they were going to, you know, lose the next two games. But uh, it was definitely good to see the Celtics get one and see my favorite player, Avery Bradley, make it pop. You know what I'm saying? Trade that number one pick, come back next year. Boom. Fuck the Cavs. Okay. Your episode with Jay, with, uh, Jay Lay got me thinking about one of my favorite skaters and a soon member of the Switch Tray gang, Forrest Edwards. What's your take on Forrest and where do you have him in the Switch Tray ranks? I love Forrest, no doubt. You know, he, I think he fucking, he's kind of a love him or hate him kind of guy. Slap one in a million. That turned everyone onto him. So funny. You got to realize you can't take him too seriously because I've met him a couple of times and you quickly realize, you know, he's he's a, a unique individual, put it that way. And, you know, he's he's just a harmless dude, means well, next level talented skateboarder. I wish he was pro and making the big bucks. Uh, and he's got a mean switch tray. But as far as switch trays, like he's not like a scrub. Jesus. But he's not. He's not up there. He's not up there just because... Uh, sometimes he just do- he just does them, and it's not about how good they look; it's about landing it. You know, you gotta you gotta put respect on them like Johnny Layden. And I'm being a hypocrite because sometimes when I do them on flat, it's easier to make them look nice. But you know, sometimes I try it down something, and they fucking start looking butt ugly because uh, you're just trying to get that clip. It's harder to to do it properly, and sometimes I feel like uh, Forrest runs into that as well. Brian Wenning, Jay Lay, P Rod doesn't get much better than that. All right, and uh, my opinion means nothing on the matter, so moving on. (laughs) All right, next up, we got an email from James McCurdy. Subject, I made my email name when I was 11. (laughs) His email's skate, don't hate. Love it. (laughs) Yo, Bunt, show's tight. My question is, do you think Felipe is the new PJ lad? Peace. Shout out to my back tails and calls skate, but don't read this part, please. What? <laughs> and Cal, shout out to my back tails in, in Cal State, I think. Oh, Cal State. Yeah, uh, my bad. Too late. I ain't, Read it. I ain't erasing that. Do we do we think Felipe is the new PJ lad? Felipe Gustavo, are you on crack, dog? They skate so differently. Like, there's no comparison. Uh, I don't know what made you even put them in the same category, but PJ is the ledge and flat ground master. One of the best to ever step foot on a skateboard. Felipe is a new age, you know, more robot. I'm a big fan of him too, but uh, that's just not even the same. You can't have it's them in the close, same sentence, no. man. You got to respect the dudes that came first. PJ changed the entire game. And I do give Felipe mad respect. He's been in the game longer than, you know, 
people probably realize, you know, his old digital part and the shit and his uh, come maybe, up story. Maybe he's talking Felipe Ortiz, man. Felipe Ortiz? <laughs> I hope not. But no, yo, shout out to you, Felipe Gustavo. I saw a th- the three flip crook, nollie flip. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, that on Mock Belay for something. Crazy. Epic thing. Yeah. So good. But PJ's a god, you know, in his own class. All right. Next up, we got an email coming in from Terry Warona. Sup, my G's. Idea for a question to ask guests, but uh, we're going to answer it ourselves. What's your first and last trick? AKA, what is the first trick you learned? And what's the last trick you landed? Turn up. First trick I learned? First trick I you learned. Like flip trick, maybe? Yeah. Like might, might be better if we ask flip trick because everyone's just going to say Ollie or like yeah. something whack. I learned heel flips before kick flips. Really? Yeah, and Phil learned body burial kick flips. Oh, so that was our first two flips. My tricks. first one was I would always kick flip and land two feet on the tail. It was <laughs> too scared. <laughs> and then uh, last trick. Maybe let's do last trick we learned. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think I answered that last week, though. But What was it? Fakey front shove, switch back five, front 180. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, what's the last trick you learned? Uh, Carlos Ribeiro, man. Nolly. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. 180. I saw you hopping on them trends. Half cap nose grind revert from the no, side. Not that one. Nolly 180. Yeah. I know both of them. You did both. Yeah, yeah. No, the trick I did, the most recent trick that I learned was like Nolly back 180, switch back five up. Oh, direct, yeah, yeah, yeah. back to regs. Okay, Nolly back one, like back 180 nose grind, but Nolly, and then back to regs. Exactly. Because you always be taking your back 180 nose grinds to <laughs> regs. Do that shit to fakey. <laughs> you kidding me? Sick question though. Let me try. I'll think of another trick I learned last. <laughs> what? You just want to beam one more? Yeah, I got to beam one more. It's been a while since I learned a trick. Tell the people another trick you can do. Let me take it a couple summers back. Ashbridge's the little baby ledge in the corner. Uh, You know your boy had to fluke out the one and only one I ever did. Fakey flip, switch back, nose grind, pop out. (laughs) You know, casual things for the ghost. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely what Terry asked. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Got Yeah, there we go. Got an email here from... (coughs) Work it in. (coughs) Need some water. Paul Walsh. Sick name. Paul Walsh. What's up, Ghost and D. Jones? Love the bunt. Keep it Canadian. (laughs) Yeah, you know how we do. Uh, Launching you a question from London Town, England. What are your guys' top three places in the world to skate outside of North America? P.S. Shout out to the two natural boys if you can. Shout out to Natural Boys. Yes. Holla. <laughs> we popping off out here whenever a new bunt drops. Peace. Ozzy P. Top three places? Well, fuck. I don't even know if I've skated three places outside of North America. That's what I'm saying. So, number one, I'm going to say France because I went there in grade eight, my second year skating, and I did my first ever three flip on flat in France. Damn. At this like butter little like fountain and spot. Paris looks fucking butter to skate, so yeah, I'd, I'd put that one up there too. Spain, obviously. Went to Barcelona. That place is incredible. It's like a dream. I brought my board to Nicaragua. Didn't step foot on it once. And didn't I, you bring your board to Cuba? I too brought my we board went? when we got, went to the all inclusive in Cuba. <laughs> that and thing got a lot of Donald use. said he was gonna focus it. I told him to fuck off. But yeah, I didn't step on my board there either. I don't think I've been to any other countries to skate. Damn, I'm slacking. Yeah, we tripping. Oh, Berlin? Oh, yeah, Berlin. Oh, yeah, I skated that perfect metal benches spot, but it was fucking freezing. So, yeah, shouts to Berlin. So, to cap it off, I think we got Berlin. We got Paris. 
And then we got Barcelona, man. Sounds good to me. Thanks for the question because it made us realize we got to travel more. <laughs> Goddamn. We go we to the States a bunch. Too but... much too much America. Yeah. I love it down there. All right. Next up, we got an email coming in from Moggins. What's up, guys? I've always been a fan of the Switch tray, but after 16 years of skating, I've never managed to do one. Listening to Johnny Layton's episode got me hyped to go out and try and learn them, or at least do one. Could the ghost bless me with a free lesson? Maybe even an Insta clip still. Also, what are your guys' favorite ever Switch trays? Mine was mentioned in the episode. Aves one out of the Switch Manny in the DC video, or Reynolds in This Is Skateboarding Off The Stage. P.S. I tried to order a Bunty, but there's no delivery to the UK. How's your boy supposed to get a box out here? Alright, so in terms of a lesson, you're from the UK, so shit. I mean, FaceTime me or something. <laughs> and my favorite one is, I think I've said it before, Brian Wenning in Photosynthesis. The one he does off the ledge over the garbage can is the most flawless switch tray I've ever seen in my life. And I think he does a switch back nose grind pop out after or something. Switch back tail. Oh, and uh, yeah, I love that Reynolds one off the stage too. And TX also did the same one, which is also one of my favorites. Good looks, both of those dudes. I'm going to go with Morgan Smith up at uh, Ledgeland in London, Ontario, back in the Switch skateboarding days. He uh, was definitely channeling his inner Brian Wedding over a couple garbage cans back when Smithers was on DGK, actually. It was a good little era he had there on DGK. But yeah, that's my pick for sure. As far as the t-shirts go, this was, uh, we put it together real quick. The guys at Adrift Skateboard Jake's was, he was nice enough to let us sell our clothes on their, uh, on their web shop. Unfortunately, it's a North American thing for now, but y'all got the email. You slid in. Just holler at us, and uh, I'm sure we could work something out. Next up, email from Jeffrey Kolominski, Justin Brock. You guys catch that switch trade in the latest real clip? I think Justin needs an interview and an induction into the upper echelon of the switch tray gang. Oh, damn, B. Unfortunately, we already addressed that in the intro, but... We'll run it back. Be down to interview Justin Brock. Hell yeah. And uh, definitely caught that switch tray. He caught it with his front foot bolts, fucking spread eagle styles. It was a thing of beauty. Because you can't fake that spread eagle when you're doing it on something that gnarly. You know what I'm saying? Kids out here be trying to spread eagle their tray flips like suckers. But when you're hitting a real gap like that and you still got the front foot catch, blessed back foot spread, that's some real shit. Enough respect. Jesus Christ, this switch tray episode, man. I can't escape the goddamn switch tray. Next up, we got an email from Trevor or Trev Mods. I was on Safa's Instagram. Well, that's your uh, that's your first mistake. And couldn't find one switch tray. What's the deal with that? Homie claims switch tray gang, but probably skates a seven and a half. Is that even a real thing? Jesus, you do have some more beef coming at you, eh? Yeah, what's this fool's name, yo? Trev Mods, baby. Yo, Trev, dog. First of all, you don't got no switch trays on your thing. I do. This man's a clown, yo. Ooh. Let, me, let me look at my own Instagram right now. Y'all need to follow this man at Safler, man. First of all, Safler. Safler. Holler at me. It's at C E P H L E R. And then go to the, I don't post that often, but the fifth post back from the first one, it's me shooting a gun, but it's a little or montage. To. It's a, yeah, it's a little montage. I got a switch tray in there. Fucking YouTube me. YouTube me, Jesus. I got switch trays in old video parts. Don't and shit. YouTube them though. Fuck's sakes. Trevor, man, do man, some do, real do research. Do your research bro. before Come you on. try and step to a boss. That's soft. 
and send us your real name so we could do a little research on you too, bro. Yeah, I love that. The anonymous yeah. haters, yo. Oh, uh, Trev Mods. Who the hell is that, yo? Like, <laughs> can't find you nowhere, bro. Actually, you know what? Yo, my, my main man, Ryan Allen, photographer. I'm going to get him to send... Uh, oh, I even have another switch tray on flat that was ran in King Shit Mag. Shout out. If That's you how keep you scrolling know. down my old age, you know what I'm saying? Getting them artsy flat ground photos run these days. I'm seeing a couple potential Trev Mods here on Facebook. <laughs> Not too sure who it is, but... Uh, but yeah, I'm going to holler at Ryan Allen. I'm going to get this switch tray I did down this uh, San Diego double set back when your boy was 17. And I'm going to post that as a TBT of pain because you know I'm old and broken these days. Switch tray gang, I love you. Moving on, we got an email here from Justin Lecompte. Cavs and six at home. Hey, you guys kill it. Only thing I can't get down with is safe as hate for LeBron and the Cavs. Anyways, I'm calling Cavs take it in game six with Kyrie as MVP. You smell me? Also, need to know your thoughts on forward flips, not dolphin flips. Aren't they the same thing? Yeah. Uh, anyways, most illegal or nah? If you say illegal, you just haven't seen him done right. Peep the gram. I ain't shouting out your gram, son. He's busy shouting his own out for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Guy's got, he needs his own follower. He's going to be hooking you up. Yeah, I appreciate the love, though. Uh, whatever. At Justin616. Keep coming with them barn burners. Peace, much love from Ohio. Turn up. First of all, LeBron's a chump. I actually liked the Cavs oh my God. when he Why went to Miami. Bother? I was fucking with young Kyrie and... Uh, you know what I'm saying? That them boys, CJ Miles, they had a fucking loose ball band of young guys all trying to get dollars and get paid. But yeah, it's it's more LeBron that I hate, not so much the Cavs. I love J.R. Smith. Uh, love me some Iman Shumpert. This Don't even worry about him not liking LeBron. It doesn't even matter, man. LeBron's the greatest basketball player on the planet right now, and everybody knows it. And as far as dolphin flips go, there's some people like that do them and it's okay but nah they whack as hell they ugly as fuck the only one i ever respected was darrell stanton doing it in that line in um that was uh free your mind yeah free your mind does one on flat you know i gave him a pass and then he did one in an element part as well on a flat uh flat gap or something i just have a soft spot because our homie does them steven from florida you know i have a hard time like <laughs> just being mean to homies so it is what it is they're don't bother learning them if you don't have them, basically. Yeah, they're a classic trick that, you know, when you're a young kook, you think a dolphin flips like, oh, this is so tech. Like, my boys are going to lose their shit. But no, nah, just stay away from that one. You know what I'm saying? Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. I listen to you. You're on fire today. Next up, we got an email from Zachary Moeller. What's good, boys? Much love from Norfolk, Virginia. Damn, I hit it with the accent there. <laughs> What's some good music out of Toronto that isn't Drake? Because we know that's the best music out of Toronto. Say so you got a couple guys? Reggie, I only got one guy, and that's our main man, Young Trip 6. Easy answer. Donald skated to him in our last Adrift Shop video. It's on Vimeo. Just type in Stick Up Kids Adrift, and uh, boom, feast your eyes on that. And listen to that song, because Young Trip 6 is a god. It's a real one. Uh, Young Trip 6, easy answer, but there's obviously like a ton of other guys. You got Roy Woods, Jazz Cartier, Derek Wise, Jimmy Johnson, Nuff, Nuff, up-and-coming ta uh, up talent in Toronto. And I wish uh, 
my dude fucking Jay Jones was still popping. You can look up some of his music from a few years back. Hella talented. All right, next up, we got an email from Reed Coolset. Topic of skateboarding in the Olympics has popped up a couple times in previous episodes. I'd like to hear your opinion on who will represent the Maple Leaf in Tokyo 2020. I think it's safe to assume skaters like Bobby DeKaiser, who aren't embracing corporations and contests, won't be putting their uh, name into the hat for Team Canada. Assuming there will be three skaters per country, if you had to pick a team right now, it would be Ryan DeCenzo, Matt Berger, and TJ Rogers, with Mickey Papa as alternate. Of course, a lot can happen between now and then, when the teams are picked in 2020. Let's hear your picks. The fuck, dog? You just said all the main dudes. What are you supposed to pick? Picking fucking real ones is what I'm fucking picking. I'm obviously <laughs> sending Bobby. I'm sending DGK Wade. I'm pulling Travis Stanger's bitch ass out of retirement. And then as an alternative, sending Will Marsh, man. <laughs> Canada's gonna win this thing. We gotta do something different. We can't send them ordinary ass contest skaters. Yeah, Desenzo's my boy. Fucking definitely down for him. He he's like the he'll he's like the veteran. You know what I'm saying? He'll be the veteran leader in 2020. Yeah, but America's going to send their best contest skaters, too. So is whoever yeah, Brazil. Will, Will does, have you seen? I've been judging contests the last couple of years. Oh, Will comes you. in hungover, fucking falling all That's over the Canada, place. That's Canada, baby. Not giving a fuck. We trying to get going. <laughs> He's too cool for school. That's Canada, though. That's what I'm trying to. No, if we're trying to win, you know, I'm going to go Ryan DeCenzo. I'm going to throw in... be cool to be an Olympic village with, like, fucking NBA players and shit like that, though. Yeah, I don't know. Ryan DeCenzo, Berger, I'm down for it. Like, you obviously listed the main contest dudes. I ain't about that Mickey Papa life, though. Man's out here fucking filming videos asking what tricks he should do in his contest run to his fucking followers. Nah, B. Okay, and they had one more question. What about the coach for Team Canada? Bring out old Daddy Smith, the Smith. Morgan Smith? Actually, no. Bring me. I'm a fucking skate coach of pain. I Morgan like gets mad at me because I'm always telling him what to do. Same with Wade. Same with the people who I wish I had their skill. I always tell them what to do. So I'm a good skate coach. Annoying, Jesus but good. Fuck. I feel like you know I got that I'm ultimate Jimbo. So I'm taking <laughs> Jimbo. Jack. Jimbo Jack ain't gonna take no shit from these other teams. Uh, everyone's ain't gonna definitely you know, ain't taking shit from the judges. Everyone's gonna show up failing their fucking piss test if Jimbo's the coach. That's the other thing. How many of these guys are gonna pass the test? The IOC's gonna come knocking on everyone's fucking door. Yeah. If if we did win a gold, we'd probably lose it <clears throat> the next week. And start drinking the vinegar, man. All right. Jesus Christ, that was the longest post office full of switch trade talk, but it's a wrap. All right, y'all, it's time for the rundown, and y'all know it's going to be short and sweet because it's finals time. Not much to catch y'all up on. Obviously, the Cavs wrapped it up in five. The Spurs swept. I mean, got swept real oh, quick. They were about to sweep. Yeah. Yeah, we know yeah. that. So uh, everyone's got plenty of rest. Shit's going to fucking pop off starting tomorrow when you hear this. Thursday game one. You know what I'm saying? Let's Make sure you get your popcorn. How the... Why, why are they taking a week off? Because they had to leave space for game seven. And the schedule... The, the finals always start in June. Uh, so it was just like a, a scheduling thing. And probably mostly to do with advertising so i think the people know where we're going with this the line has been drawn in the middle who rests on either side all we gotta talk is games baby 
and some sort of wager or something. We gonna make a little bet on this or what? Yeah, I'll bet you. <laughs> I think I bet a two four with Simon that the spur the Warriors win. So I don't want to make the same bet. You know what? I'm feeling hella cocky, hella confident. Did we raise the stakes. I don't know if you stakes? got the balls to step to me. But yo, I got one stack, aka $1,000. Warriors got this. I'm gonna fucking make it rain on myself with them 20s when you lose and drink up all of them, that whole 2 4 to my face. I'm not buying from you a 2 4 to, oh, from, no, Simon. from Simon. So we got $1,000. I'm taking the Cavs, obviously. And now we're gonna pick the games. So why don't we raise it a little bit more? You're talking out your ass right now, like you even got $1,000 to begin with. <laughs> Next up, if, if the man nails the games too, it's another 500. Reg. Oh, you got okay. that? I, yo, 1500 for the you game. You digging in the butt bank series. account for that? Let's go. All right, it's tell, on. Tell me what the fuck, what are you picking? Seven. It's, it's The whole thing's rigged anyways. Pro sports, buddy. They're just prolonging this shit. Seven games and the king reigns, baby. I'm so fucking tempted to say Warriors in five, but I ate my words last year. You know, I disrespected LeBron and those fucking bunch of hooligans. They came back. <laughs> So I'm going to put a little respect on their name. But, yo, I'm telling you something right now. The Warriors going to do this in six in Cleveland. All right, buddy. Get your fucking checkbook ready because I know you don't send e-transfers. Could be, could, be, <laughs> could be five, but I'll be happily wrong if they win in five. But, you know what I'm saying? Put a little respect on the Cavs. Warriors in six, man. But all I got to say to the homies in Tito is come find me when I cash that check because... You're gonna spend it all. So now, now that that's over and done with, we uh, I think the people will agree with me that my prediction is gonna be right. We gotta move over to hockey, your new area of expertise, your boys. I don't even know what to call them, so we'll call them the Nashville Predators. Have found their way to the Stanley Cup Finals. You know what it is, man. When it comes to this hockey name shit, name three players on Nashville. You can't even name one. Give me one player on PK Subban. Two. Royce Williams. <laughs> Royce to 5'9". Yeah, there we go. P.K. Subban. He's got one at least. And yeah. who are they matching up against? Well, you, you know what? I knew, I knew the Senators weren't going to make it when they were down 3-2. But, you know, they took it to Game 7. Double overtime. Over, double overtime. Jesus. So close. Could have made it pop. But uh, I wanted to at least let you have one pick so that I could, so that we could have a nice rivalry in the finals. Uh, I know you're a Pittsburgh man. I'm not really a Pittsburgh. I just no in this I, series. I, yeah, I needed Ottawa. Oh, in this in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So in the prior one too, I can't really cheer for Ottawa. So it's a Rapids effect. Fucking Preds. I'm getting Pittsburgh. Who's got home court? Home ice. Nashville's an eight seed, man. Holy fuck, yo! Yeah, I didn't even know it's that. A joke, bro. This yo, is the second wild card. Preds, holy the, shit! The teams they've been knocking off. What they did to Chicago—that was a long time ago. People seem to forget, but Chicago, man, they got dusted. They got got number one seed in the West. Yeah, swept, bro. And Pittsburgh's about to feel that wrath. Uh, not really, he, though. Yo, tell the people—I forget what year it was. The year the Kings beat the Devils in the finals in the first round. I predicted that final. You laughed at me. Like the Kings were the eight seed, came out of nowhere. I didn't know shit about either team. I was just like, exactly. Yo. You guessed. What are you talking? Yeah, about? I guessed in the first round. I'm yeah. like, yo, Kings and Devils, <laughs> and you're about to feel it again. Buds, you're the mush, man. You're the Stephen A. Smith of predicting finals. No, because he gets it wrong all the time. That's I get what it right, I'm saying. Baby. 0 for six, and you guys gonna be you. Safe of the mush, and uh, it's Pittsburgh, baby. Said the kid, he's going back to back. Same with my man, the King. And hockey is super, yeah, no one's gone back-to-back -back since Detroit like 15 years ago, man. It's super rare. So 
You know we always say we like to see special things in sports. We're, it's a win-win either way. We're either getting a back-to-back champ or we're getting an eight seed running the table. Well, we're getting an eight seed and we're getting a Warriors win, so we're going to see who's laughing in about three weeks' time when both series are over. Because you know they like to fucking extend these final series with bare rest and more fucking TV time and ratings and fuck's sakes. So you Let's get, get these games off, popping Four already. days off in between each goddamn game probably. Fuck's sakes. But, uh... That's it, baby. We done here? We done, man. Turn up. That was a nice episode. Good chat. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks to all our sponsors, Brixton, Time Bomb, Grand Trading. And the one and only Vans, baby. And one more thing. Get them half cab heel submissions in. Hashtag Adam C. Challenge. Tag at Vans Canada, at Vans Skate, and at the Bunt Live. You're going to get a box showing up on your doorstep, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it, yo. Peace out, yo. Thank you.